and uh, yeah, just to introduce your name and uh, what you play in the band. Hi, I'm Jessica. I play in bass. I'm Josh. I play guitar. Should I use that mic or this one? Whichever one. They, <laughs> yeah. both, they all work. I'm Candice. Uh, I play drums. All right, cool. And you guys just played um, your release show at, with a program with Beatnik. At the LGBT Center. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, how did that go? It was really fun. Um, people actually were there. We're, we're really pleased about that. And um, it's one of our favorite places, places to um, throw shows and play shows because it sounds good and people are nice. The only downfall is that it's, it has to start and end a little early. Um, but regardless, people were still there and bought our tapes. And I, I had comics there and it was cool and people liked them. Nice, nice. Can't believe it. The, the name of the album is The Dark Spell, correct? Yeah, the new one. It's okay. a mm-hmm, new EP. So the tape that came out, it's like a, it's a split tape. So it has like our self-titled release on one side, and then on the other side, it has the new the new like short release called the Dark Side. Oh, okay, the cool. The Dark Spell. The Dark Spell. The Dark Spell. Okay. I'm gonna have to move that mic closer. Closer. <laughs> closer is better. Yeah. Okay. Is that better? That's perfect. I just don't want to be. Now there. we're gonna hear the contour Hi. of your voice. <laughs> Every <laughs> breath. Full <NPR>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The contour of my voice right now is basically a chainsaw. We listened back to it. It's just literally a chainsaw. I was like, wow, <laughs> you, you weren't kidding. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, our tape's cool because um, you get the new one twice because it's so short, and then the other side is the old one that takes up the same amount of space as the new one twice. It's my favorite part of the team. Rad. <laughs> Did you have all the content on uh, for both of the releases done at the same time and you just decided to stagger the release or were they something you later chose to put together? Well, well some... yeah, first we recorded, we recorded our self-titled in November or December of 2014. 2013? 2014. 2014. With uh, Colin Knight. Uh, who... No, it's 2015. 2015? Yeah, it was just last year. Okay. <laughs> Colin Knight of oh, Media he, Jeweler. Yeah, Media Jeweler. Jeweler. Right. Leisure World, Halfgoon. Colin Knight. Loera High School. Colin Knight, <laughs> I think, is the cousin of the guy that you were just talking about that does all the instrumentation for the Gromble. Oh, he, possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has, um, he has family members that do lots of music stuff. Kind yeah, of, uh, in yeah. His family. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, he's great. He recorded our self-titled, and then we came out with that in March of last year. Um, okay. And then we wrote these other songs, like, kind of b- after we uh, did our self-titled and uh, before and after we went on our summer tour. Um, we were playing them while we were playing our old songs. So yeah. it's kind of like, oh, we should really f- wrap this up and make it its own thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so we just wanted to get them all together. And then, uh, so we had released the other one online, and we did a small run of tapes with our friend uh, Vicky. She's in this band called Apostasis? Apostasis? Apple Stasis, yeah. Oh, yeah, she Apple played Stasis. the girls of the front show. Yeah, they're amazing, and she had this really short, uh, like, DIY press out of Southeast L.A. for a little while, and she did, like, a little small run of our self-titled tapes. And uh, we wanted to get, like, a nice tape made, like, because she's not doing tapes anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we had this idea of, like, doing it like Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers were, like, both on the same cartridge for Nintendo. Oh, right. So, yeah. yeah. So we did, wanted to do that for our tape. We were, me and Jessica were talking one day on the phone. We are like, how the hell are we going to release, like, both of these things like what are we gonna do and mm. we just have that idea and uh, so yeah that's the songs are kind of like a collection of like all of our beginning stuff and then some stuff that we wrote during uh 2015 that we just wanted to kind of put together and get out mm-hmm. you know and one kind of nice thing totally mm-hmm. yeah it's always a good idea because you don't want to really like forget what you just released you like to still keep it kind of current without like 
yeah you want to release new stuff without having to like say goodbye to like all the other things yeah, especially yeah. if it's your first your first thing mm. it's kind of like eh, i'm not gonna say goodbye to that yet because it's still yeah. like nobody knows who we are so yeah. uh-huh. jessica has this really cool theory about like musical moments remember we were talking about this last year i don't know explain my theory to me <laughs> <laughs> that like i don't a lot of bands like kind of like spend a lot of time to put like effort into this like release oh. of of it you know having this like I don't know, like... Oh, so, like, the idea of um, not trying to necessarily aim towards a perfection or something, but mm-hmm. appreciating the moment that you're in. So Dark Spells a lot like that because we were, like, in this really dark moment in our band, and it was, like... These... In the world. In the world, like... too. I mean, it was mm-hmm. coinciding, I guess. So we just decided they all fit together and they needed to live together and kind of sum up that moment. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so... And then, so, self-titled was its own moment, too. It was just so filled with all of our visceral feelings at the time and it's so obvious to us so just we categorize them like that in, in a very like meaningful way but it doesn't mean anything after that just that moment right yeah yeah uh-huh <laughs> so is that more in reference to like the writing process of it or the recording also are you very like first try like just do it oh, done print it or writing okay yeah. recording um we did do a different thing for dark spell we recorded it live with uh, Felipe Flores, he's one of my really good friends. We do he does Trabajo Press, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to get his um, feet wet in recording again. And he did a great job, with, like with the grittiness live. It's different; they're totally different um, sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we recorded it in my garage, which was cool, and it was a dark day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were in all these blankets because uh, we have a history of getting the police called on us at my house oh, and for man. noise softening. Yeah, <laughs> just like the studio right now. <laughs> oh, we were just listening to the new album today, and we just wanted to ask you. Do you come up with a subject matter before writing, or how does that work? Because they're really political, and, like, you know, mm-hmm. the subject matter is, like, really deep. I guess we're subject matter heavy before. It, it's back and forth. It's like, sometimes we'll have a cool riff. Josh will come. Josh writes songs sometimes, brings them, and then we're like, oh, tight. Okay, let's do this to it. But, yeah, no, like, Right Side, the, the most political song on, I. well, they're all kind of, like, political, I guess. But that one, because it's specifically about um police brutality and the politics of it um totally we've been trying to we've tried really hard to like figure out how we're going to get these emotions and ideas out and when we stopped trying is when it happened we were like oh this might be good for that idea we had and so it's always back and forth yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's some i think most of the time like we think about like okay so there was this interview that kathleen hannah did years ago and it always resonated with me and she was talking about when they were working on la tigra's feminist uh, sweepstakes and she just said like i wanted to write these specific songs because there weren't songs about this in the world and i feel like me and like our whole band is kind of like that sometimes with our writing like me definitely when i'm conceptualizing like something that i'm interested in writing i'm thinking about that and like not all of our songs are serious you know but like some of them are and like and so, like, uh, for example, this song called PMS, we were, like, talking about, uh, you know, like, things in PMS. And, and definitely with Right Side, we had been talking as a band for months about everything that's going on and thinking about, like, how are we going to, like, get all this into this one thing, you know. But then there's moments like Midlife Crisis when Josh came in and just yeah. started playing <laughs> this really awesome riff. It was, like, our first practice with you, right? It was, like, the second or something. But yeah, it was early. Whatever happened, it was definitely definitely because Josh was in the room. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, we um, have a lot of inspiration from just conversations. So the, our band started because 
me and Candace are friends, and then we were like, oh, let's just see what happens if we jam together, because I was n- really new to bass, still am, and <laughs> she's an amazing drummer, so it's like, let's see what happens, and so it really was just like, oh, I love hanging out with you, by the way, I'm talking about a bunch of shit, maybe we can write songs about all the shit we're talking about, <laughs> so, yeah, and you'd wanted to start a hardcore band, Candace did, um, and I was definitely interested in screaming, but never had, so hmm. it was just all new and stuff. So you two first met, and then... Well, Josh and I have known each other for, like, 10 years. Okay. But Josh's sibling is, like, one of my best friends, like, and so we've been friends through there, but we've become close friends, like, in the last, like, two or three years. Okay, rad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I approve of that. Yeah. (laughs) And then Jessica and I met... At Guitar Center when when Candace worked there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, which one did you work at? At Fountain Valley. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Wait, that's a really big one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to buy a pedal, and she was trying to just, like, direct me in the direction of the nicest, like, the... The, the most BMW expensive pedals. <laughs> and I was like, girl, like, this is nice. You're right. This is nice. But anyway, I'm going to get the right <laughs> on one. <laughs> yeah. I, well, okay. When I worked there, like, it was so shitty and sexist at times that, like, any time a woman or, like, a queer person would come in, it was political for me to treat them like they were a fucking millionaire. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Jessica came in. I'm like, this bitch looks cool. Like, yeah. I'm going to give you the 10-star experience. And it was so boring working in the drum shop during the recession. Nobody was buying drums. So I'd just sit there and do paradiddle diddles for, like, four fucking hours and so she came in I was like she's like I need a pedal I'm like alright let me hook you up you know yeah. she's bored as fuck fucking yeah. bored <laughs> showed her every pedal I was like yeah play the fucking DWK I don't give a fuck like and then we ended up being friends I think I weirded her out I feel like didn't you call Eric after you left you're like whoa who the hell oh I called Eric so Eric's my boyfriend in Leisure World that I think we just talked about I called him to be like hey I just found somebody who does rock camp because you had told me about it oh yeah and he was like, whoa, that's crazy. And then he's the one who brought me the flyer home one day. And then, th- and then that's when I re-met Candace again. It was like, mm. here I am in your life. <laughs> and I was trying to track down. She was in another band called Chitara Ra a long time ago. <laughs> yes. Josh what is and it? I, How do you say it? Chitara Ra. Okay. Josh and I volunteered at Girl Fair for like a really long time. It was like, it's the biggest radical feminist punk thing of Southern California that's been erased from feminist punk history. And it was like a consistent radical music lineup for 12 years uh his sibling did it mm-hmm. with some other adrian. folks yeah adrian of bell hunts and uh and we needed a band and i was like i met this girl i sold her a pedal she was so cool like mm. and i tried I to find her band. band gotta hear that band never <laughs> heard the band still not still never heard it <laughs> i was in that band almost for a day remember we did that oh yeah oh yeah yeah. pre-yawn jam it's probably really boring (laughs) podcast material (laughs) talking about your old nasty band like stale cracker (laughs) anyways we see each other still and laugh it's amazing i saw the bassist the other night it's awesome (laughs) yeah so um wow we have like I feel like we have three different directions I want to go to. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to like change the subject, but I want to keep like making it flow. Yeah. Um, you well, mentioned you the rock camp earlier. You want to talk about that? Yes, please oh, tell us about that. Uh, yeah. Did you or how how did that start? Could you give us a brief history? I met um, actually I met Marilu the other day. Oh, cool! She's super awesome. Yeah, I saw her with the. Yeah, I saw her with uh, Jesse, and we just like hung out at a bar, and I was like, I've talked to you guys over the internet, and they're like, we know you, and okay. it was just like. They're super so cool. They're, They're the great. nicest people. That's the other band I'm trying to book for April 2nd. They're down, so I just need a venue. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't recognize their name at first. I was like, because I've seen Wasi, and they're like, yeah, we're We Are She His. I'm like, I know that band. Like, I've heard that band a lot more, and Wasi is just feel like something I've 
started listening to like six months ago and he emailed me but like i've heard of we are she is for a long yeah. time so i was like they're excited. awesome well they used to have a proto we are she is called he's not gay <laughs> and they were like a sa- a queer saves the day like they're really dream cool. boats you mean total dream boats um but yeah mary lou's awesome mm. rock camp is just like fantasy world it's so great um what do you think about rock camp josh Oh, it's great. It's like a CrossFit camp for me because I do all the loading and unloading <laughs> all upstairs in the sun. So you lose like 20 pounds in a week. It's great. We let him speak too sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he enjoys it. He, he shows up with a clipboard. It's amazing. <laughs> Joshua's like my favorite person at Rock Camp. So Rock Camp for Girls, it's a it's a it's like a DIY not-for-profit org that we do. I... Um, I was doing like a, a college paper at Santa Ana College and it was like you had to find a problem that existed in your community and find a solution to it. And I was like really like influenced by music and my experience as a musician. This is a long time ago. And uh, but also like uh, uh, classism that exists in Orange County that nobody ever talks about. And then also like sexism in the music industry um, and, and like finding a way to like kind of put all those things together. And so like while I was doing this research, my professor, Julie Davis, who's awesome, she, like, found this girl's rock camp in mm. Portland, Oregon. She was like, have you heard of this? I was like, no. And so she, like, helped me get there, and I volunteered, and it was, like, super life-changing. And it's basically an organization that the whole mission is to get more girls and women and gender nonconforming uh, youth to pick up music. And during the week, they form bands, they play, and all the instructors are, like, women and gender nonconforming people. Um it, the instructors, the volunteers are everybody. Like Josh is our like head, like roadie, like badass guy. <laughs> um, so it's really cool. Bands play, and then the kids, the girls, and gender nonconforming youth are ages seven to seventeen. They form bands, and then they play a big show. Like we sold out Chain Reaction last summer. Like we oversold yeah, it. I remember that one. The parents were so mad. <laughs> um, they, wait, they were mad. Because it was so hot. They're not used to going to oh. shows, you know. Oh. You're oh what that was a great turnout. <laughs> they come with like fans and like chairs and things. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rock camp grandmas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little grandmas. Yeah. But it's really amazing and it's like we're happy that it's like kind of a big part of Orange County. Like Josh has been and Jessica have been here since the beginning, since year one. So mm-hmm. we're all like kind of like organizers and volunteers and uh-huh. and we're yawn. So And when did it come to Orange County? So I tried to bring it originally in 2012, and we had our first camp in 2013. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. It was in this Baptist church that, like, it was such a freaking weird long shot. The woman was so nice and was just, like, willing to take a chance on us and said that, like, she prayed on it and that, like, God told her to let us go there. (laughs) God, let these gay people play here. (laughs) Yeah, it was so sweet. And so there was just, like, all these, like like rad feminists and like trans women yeah. you know, in a Baptist church in Fountain Valley, just like having this badass like rock camp, you know, we're having, mm. and the girls are writing songs. The we're girls doing, are so excited. So excited. And we do workshops about like feminism and like mm. different like issues. And it's been getting bigger and bigger every single year. Yeah. Well, last year, what was our count? 75 kids, I think. Yeah. Damn. And it's all sliding scale. So the kids pay whatever they can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, so a large majority of our campers pay less than a hundred dollars to come. Uh, uh-huh. And it's great because then we get kids coming from like San Clemente, but also mm-hmm. from, you know, Garden Grove where I grew yeah. up where I could never have afforded to have like a program like that growing up. Uh-huh. So it's awesome. It's a way mm-hmm. to kind of bring the community together because OC is so big and fragmented and mm-hmm. kind and of, yeah. Word of mouth is so important for that reason too. Yeah. Yeah. You actually heard about it from another friend that wanted to volunteer. I- I'm not sure she did, but she was telling me about it. And then I found out on Facebook. I'm like, oh, this is the one they were talking about. That's awesome. Yeah. Totally. It's amazing what you all do. I, I heard about the the... 
chain reaction show. And when I heard about that a long time ago, I was just like, damn, like I really wish that we had a venue or something already. Cause like any time that for any girls to the front shows or the end of the, the rock school shows, like we're always, you know, we want to be a utility to help you all also. Yeah, so, thank you. and I've talked to Mary Lou about that and, um, yeah, we're definitely here. We're super supportive of it. And, uh, Hopefully we can be more help when we actually have a location where, you know, you could do something with after. Um, melding powers together. It's yeah. awesome. Maybe you can come do a podcast and interview the kids like at camp. Totally. Oh that would be rad. Oh we want, gosh, we yeah. should do like a mobile episode or something. Totally. Because it's like a kind of like for promoting stuff and promoting like cool bands that come down here. Like even for touring bands, it's just like we want to bring touring bands in here. But it's just like the turnaround for an episode is like a month. So yeah. it's like, but like, you know, there's way more cool things we could do with just like a couple microphones, go to a show, do a podcast like somewhere else. And yeah, we get content that like, I can't have all the best musicians in here. We have to go yeah. out and search for something. So yeah. oh, I know the girls would do, be so happy they with the camper bands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be super. Well, I mean, if you know any of them right now, they could, they, any of them can like email us at, or Kiki, Kiki at orangecountydiy.org. I hope that didn't just like cause a bunch of like spam, but <laughs> some robot pick that up. is her yeah. private yeah. emails, very private. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Josh, what do you think about Rock Camp? Oh, uh, it's great. Josh already told us. Oh, that's right. Sometimes they get me Capri Sun. It's very Capri Sun's the best part. Capri Sun's the best part. There's always coffee. It's very busy. It's very busy. It's tiring. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. the other thing. We, we um, don't pay anybody yet because that's just like a huge, another, um, that's a, a huge uh, bureaucratic thing to <laughs> step yeah. to take. Not only do we not have the money, but it's like a thing. It's a thing. So um, anyway, people, you know, really put their, their heart and soul into it all week. All volunteers, right? Yeah, yes. all volunteers. Mm-hmm. But then and it's cool because then everybody shows up and is like fucking ready to party, you know, like every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, is the is the uh, summer program like for uh, over like a couple of months or is it like a week thing where it's just like a song per week and then it's like a group next week or something no, like yeah, that? It's one, it's one week. Actually, L.A. does it like that. What you just described, they have two sessions. Okay. We just have one session right now. We maybe in the future probably might need to spread into two. Who knows? Uh-huh. But yeah. It's all one week. They meet each other on Monday and mm. then they go to instrument yeah. instruction. They one form song. a band. That's it. Psh, they write everything in one week. They play the show on Saturday. Okay. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah, we should promote our sisters, LA Rock Camp, Southeast South yeah. LA, Chicas Raqueras, and the IE one is starting up, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know when they're starting. Yeah. And, and then it, San Diego, I think, is going to have one soon, too. Yeah. And then there's Queer Rock Camp in oh. Long Beach. Oh, right. It's for teens, queer teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how does Juan get involved? Like, where would they go? Who would they talk to? If they wanted to volunteer for a Just show, email or... Candace. Just email Candace. <laughs> this is my private email, email, Candace, email Candace at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Candace at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, you can go to our website, uh, girlsrockoc.org, uh, or you can come to a yawn show. Yeah. Or we have this thing we're doing called Girls to the Front. It's a every month we have a show centering like f- women and queer artists. So if anybody is listening and identifies as queer or a woman and you want to play, like hit me up. Candice at gmail.com. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my email. Don't do don't, don't. Uh, You can go to the Poor girls. Candice at gmail.com. <laughs> <Yeah. just> <laughs> uh, you can do girlsrockoc.org. That's the website. And we have a contact us, and that'll go directly to our uh, to our thing. But... Yeah, it's uh, that's one way to come and get involved too during the year because we do shows and we need a lot of help because it's like volunteers. Yeah, yeah, just like mm-hmm. you guys. 
Same thing. Yeah. And we need more volunteers. We always need yeah. more volunteers. <laughs> you know, and the Girls of the Front is exactly what you guys are doing. It's like trying to like foster a scene, you know, and like create space. You know, for us, it's really political to create space that isn't really here. You know, like mm-hmm. an all ages DIY space is very difficult to come by, especially yeah. if you're a girl and it's hard to get on a show or a mm. queer person, especially if you're a kid, you know, and so yeah. many promoters are ready to take advantage of you. So we're just trying to make yeah. that program there, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. The flip side of what we do is like those emails that come into our band email that's like, do you want to play the Roxy? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that spam. It's so entertaining. Oh my God. I think about the kids that maybe fall for it. You're kind of like, oh. Well, yeah. that's the sucky part. It's just like you... You know, I mean, for some people, I, I'm kind of always on the fence. Like, it, like a couple years ago, I was just like, this is horrible. Like, because I've been through this thing and I already know that it doesn't work for me. And like, it'd be way better for me, us to like be able to inform so many other people that like, there's an alternative to this. You don't have to mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. But then like, also like I learned from, I learned not to do it, mm-hmm. but I ended up by doing it at one point. So, I mean. Yeah. Can't be horrible, but it it, does, it is important yeah. that the alternative always exists and people yeah. know it because yeah. that that's the biggest deal. It I think. is important, yeah. Well, what's hard for me is like with kids. If you think about all the really influential bands that started young, if you think about like the East Bay punk scene or L.A. or anything, mm-hmm. they had a space where they could, where it was a sl- essentially sliding scale mm-hmm. or that was accessible, and like that's how so much art is created. You know, like mm. there's so much power in youth art and like there's longevity in it. it I mean, look at 50 year old guys still wearing TSOL shirts, mm. you know. And we haven't had that since Coos Cafe. Exactly. <laughs> so it's really important to try to do that. Like while I do understand why people have to do like pay to play and a business model and all that stuff. Uh-huh. It's challenging if you want to support the arts, you know, if you want to foster this for for the longevity of your community or your scene, like you have to put in the work, you know. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a, a thankless thing that hardly ever you'll get a dime for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, cool. Oh, uh, we also wanted to ask, uh, what's the meaning behind the band name? <laughs> um, well, that, like, similar to a song, the same conversation, probably same breath, where it was, like, complaining about something or just thinking about something that makes us mad. Mm. And we were thinking of... We're thinking of, like, what if, like, you just threw all the reactions at somebody that you just, like, were so bored, you know? We kept going, ugh, as if, and, like, saying all these things. And then Jan just came out, and we just died laughing, and that was it. <laughs> and So the the double A, it's so funny. It reminds me of, like, the, the hardcore trend of adding um, a letter or um, the internet trend, because there's already a band out there, right, called this, which there is. There's a band called Jan. But it actually fits because you want to go, yawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of saying yawn as a response to someone saying something boring is a lot more fun than actually yawning. Yeah. <laughs> like, yawn. <laughs> Wrecked. Yeah. Eat <laughs> some pizza or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any more questions? Or? I'm blanking out right now. <laughs> I, think, I think we're good unless you have any more things to say. Uh other than that, like plug all your stuff. Where can we find your music? Uh, where can we get more information again about uh, the rock camp for girls? Yeah. So, yeah, um, girlsrockoc.org is that. Um, send children there, seriously. <laughs> Tell them to send us out. your children. Please yeah. send the children. <laughs> we have so much resources this year. I know, send, we're basically a child daycare. Um, <laughs> but um, we're at uh, Yawn dot bandcamp.com yeah so goes and then our, we're yawn band on facebook instagram oh we're on instagram follow us on instagram that's our most um it's our favorite <laughs> social media mm-hmm. um and yeah that's it oh, oh you can email us yawn 
underscore. Yeah. And then I've saying those things are important and then our gmail um if you want to like write us love letters people have it's <laughs> awesome. candace 100 at gmail.com <laughs> <Right. laughs> it's a yawn x core at gmail.com <laughs> um yeah but that's it um our new we have probably about 45 tapes left um they're gonna be really limited and we're not sure we're gonna make them so if you um want them we will send them out and we're gonna have them as shows until they run out but they'll be online yeah. Oh, and the comics. And we have comics that come with our tapes. Jessica's an amazing artist, and she won't say it about herself. <laughs> yeah, I'm so great. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, did a whole bunch of cool, like, yawn stories. Yeah, and they go, they, they're um, themes based on their songs, actually. So it's kind of cool. One day, supposedly, they'll be in one big um, compilation together, and it'll make some sense. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for nice. having us. Yeah, yeah thank no, thank you uh, again for all uh, coming here, performing for us. It was a really nice treat. And uh, we're always open to having you back anytime. Anytime you have anything to release, announce, talk about, please hit us up. Email Kiki again. I won't announce her email to the masses. But <laughs> the you know masses. how to hit <laughs> Kiki at gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Kiki100 at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All yeah. Right. Thank, uh, you. thank you for coming. We're going to tell everybody about you. This is like one of the cool studios. Yeah. Thank you <laughs> yeah. so much. Of course. Thank be you. Be like, oh, they have a succulent garden. They have this. They have that. Yeah. yeah. Ocean Beef sucked. Ah, the ocean view. <laughs> Thanks, guys.
And this one is called uh, Breaking the Wire, or just Breaking. I think it's just called Breaking. It's um, Under the Wire 2. This one's called shopping. song do you want to do the, the intro oh yeah this is a oc diy exclusive um there's this pretty cool obscure band called uh, destiny's child um for all the um youngins out there yeah <laughs> pre-beyonce yeah not in, as in like beyonce's an era and it's before she was in this before she was beyonce <laughs> Thank you. 
Joshua, can you handle this? Well, I don't think, think they can, can handle, handle this. this.